0: everyone and welcome to the Without Her podcast. I'm Lauren and I'm Alexis and we are so happy to be back. We took a little bit of a break Um, but how are you feeling Alexis? I
1: am feeling good this week. It does feel good to be back recording and we're doing it on video today to test it out so it's fun (laughs) seeing your face (laughs) but you know just another Tuesday that feels like a Thursday but have a whole week ahead of us
0: <laughs> wish it was Friday after work uh, I
1: do soon enough. soon enough How are you how's your week?
0: um I'm okay like I don't I don't feel bad but I don't feel good and like last week was the anniversary of my mom's death and like on the day I just felt so numb. And I feel like if I wasn't getting like text messages from people or like all these like year reminders of when I posted that she passed away, like I wouldn't, it wouldn't feel like a different day, you know? So I feel like I'm trying to mentally prepare for when that finally hits. But right now I feel like I'm, I'm pretty okay. I'm just like, just in a straight line. Yeah, there's no ups or downs yet. Yeah. It's
1: just like, just another day. Yeah, I get that. And it's that, like, anticipation. You're, like, on the precipice of wondering, is it just going to hit you all of the sudden, like, on a random Wednesday afternoon? Or is it just never going to hit you? Yeah. Time?
0: yeah. Did you end up taking the day off of work? Yeah. So, I, I took the day off because, ev- like, that Monday... I was super like sad. And I remember one of my roommates, she hung out with me because she was like, I can tell that you're sad. And then Tuesday I was okay. And then Wednesday, like, I was like, I'm going to take the day off. So I told my boss, he's like, go take as much time as you need. And like, it just, it just felt like a normal day. Kind of felt like a Saturday. Like I should, I don't know, like I didn't feel like I needed to be at work, but I didn't feel like I needed to be like sad or anything. Just felt like another day. And then, like, you guys, you sent me flowers, and it was like, oh, my friends are here for me, but I'm not sad today. So, like, do I really want them to be here for me today or, like, (laughs) wishing I could push it to another day when I'm going to feel sad? But, yeah, I feel like if I didn't take the day off, I would have been really sad. I feel like I would have regretted it, so I'm glad I took the day off even though like I wasn't feeling too sad but
1: yeah it that it's that weird thing of like you you take the day off so you're ahead of the curve and then nothing happens but you know if you didn't take the day off
0: you probably would have been a mess exactly I would have been like I only have 3 kids on Wednesdays well two now so I probably would have been crying like on the playground while they're running around Aww, like so I'm glad I took the day off. And they they asked so many questions. They were like asking the teacher I left them with. They were like, where's Miss Johnson? Like, why isn't she here? So I feel like they would have known I was off and been like, what's wrong? And then I would have started crying probably. I get it,
1: girl. I think that's good that you took it off though. Even if it was just like a mental health day, just a break. Yeah, I agree. like I know – there's some days, like today was kind of one of those days for me where I just felt like in a daze, like yeah, that feeling of I'm here and I know I'm here, but I don't know where I am mentally, but it is not here.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you're kind of just like going with the movements. Yeah. But you're not like, you're not feeling anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the weirdest days. I don't even know how to describe them. But, anyways, um, today's topic is going to be about our identity
0: crises.
1: <laughs> crises, crises. I think it's crises.
0: Crisis sounds like more sophisticated.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were coming up with more topics for the coming months and. We both kind of agreed that like this podcast has just gotten really heavy yeah. <laughs> and we'd see our topic for the week and we'd either skip it because we were just like, I don't have it in me to talk about that. So coming up for the next, I think we have like three months worth of topics planned right now. Yeah. And they're
0: all kind of lighter,
1: um, which I'm excited about.
0: Me too. We need lighter. We especially need lighter. Like the remembering Michelle, that one. Oh, yeah. I feel like that one just made, and then like our support systems, they were all really heavy. Yeah. And, like we did our stories and like other people's stories and yeah, we need lighter.
1: I agree. It's been, I mean, I think all of the content so far has been really great, but There's so many other facets of grief that we can talk about. And that like there's some topics that are in there that I'm really excited to talk about. And this is one of them. I wouldn't say this one is totally light and fluffy, but I know like when I think about it, I kind of laugh about it. So I'll I'll just dive in with with some of my thoughts. But I just like you, I was super close with my mom. And growing up, like seeing her was Getting a glimpse of like who I thought I would be in the future, so I always carried like a piece of my identity in her, or I guess I don't know her in me, whatever. Yeah. one way, you know, one yeah, <laughs> one way or the other. I always felt like we had pieces of each other, and I'm super thankful for that, and I'm super lucky that I had that relationship with my mom. And I was 20 when she died. And I feel like that time is such a pivotal time or was for me in my life because I was graduating college. I was trying to figure out my career, like, and those are all big things that I thought I would have my mom for. I thought she would help me shape who I was and like what my identity would be as an adult woman, even though like I'm almost 25 and I still don't consider myself (laughs) an adult woman most days. (laughs) Um, so like after she died, I definitely had an identity crisis. I was like, what am I doing with my life? Am I supposed to be working in this job? Should I be moving home? Am I supposed to be in Hawaii? Like, I just didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do. And even now I still feel that a little bit less, but like having kids kind of just, Dug me in that hole a little bit deeper because you know, after you have kids, everyone talks about you lose yourself, you just become so-and-so's mom. Like for the last two years, I've identified myself as Penelope's mom and not Rory's mom. And I'm just kind of getting to this space of no, you're still Alexis, and you still have things that you're passionate about, and you still have things that you like to do. And it's important for me to not just be someone's mom. So I'm like, okay, I lost my role model for who I would think I would be like as I got older. And now I have these two babies and most of my time is dedicated to them. I'm also a wife now. So I'm like in this space of trying to figure out who I am, yeah. and not having a mother figure there as a role model or as like an inspiration or to help me through that. It's been a pain in the butt. <laughs> Like, I just, it's exhausting. And, you know, we were talking a little bit more before we started recording about like things I'm getting into and, you know, I'm trying to work out more. I've started getting dressed every day and putting on makeup. Wow. What a change. <laughs> and
0: then it makes you
1: feel like a human again when you do those things. <laughs> and I don't then you even throw do on this, that. Like, you throw in this global pandemic and it's like, who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> with my life like what is life at this point yeah
0: because then like with the pandemic and everything like nothing will ever be like the same like when we start going to the movies like if you're a movie lover you can't go to the movies anymore because like you're in a pandemic yeah like you can't even go to work like so you're not even like for me like not even a teacher I'm just somebody you know for that time
1: Yeah. And that's a really interesting point because there's so many things that we did before this that like helped shape who we were as people yeah, and as individuals. And we can't do so many of those things now. And you do, you either have to like find new ways to do the things you love, or it, it feels like little pieces of yourself start chipping away. Like they start falling off and It's, I don't know how you're doing it. Like, I don't, just the fact that you lost your mom, like, right at the start of all of this. I I know I say it in, like, every episode, but I couldn't imagine.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, also, like, I found out she was sick, like, right when I was starting teaching. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like it took away, like, I couldn't just be a teacher. Like, I was a daughter worrying about their mom. And then I lost her like in my first year. So then like now I'm a daughter who lost their mom, who's trying to be a teacher, trying to be a friend, like trying to be a role model for like these kids. But it's so hard because I'm like, well, who am I? Like, what do I want them to look up to? Like, I just felt like a mess so much of the time. Like that's how I would describe myself. That's how I still describe myself. Everybody's like, what do you like? And I'm like, I'm a mess. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just, I don't know a better way to put it. I'm a mess.
1: Yeah. No, I, that year for you, there's so, like just so many things happened. It, it was so sequential and they were all so big. So to lose someone that you looked up to and like to find out she was sick and to lose her in that same
0: Year? Like, in less than, year yeah. period? Yeah, because I, I found gone. out in August, and I lost her in February. Yeah. Six yeah. months? Six months. I know. And it's... then, like, you're still trying to figure out who you are because you. I just graduated college. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where, like, a lot of, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel like I'm in the right place in my life if that makes sense. Like I know like you don't know exactly where you're supposed to be, but I feel like I should be doing something else. And especially because my mom, she was so hardworking and she always had two jobs. So like I'm constantly thinking I'm not doing enough by like being just a teacher. I'm like, oh, now I need to get a second job. Because like before everything closed down, I had two jobs and I was like dealing with like the grief and everything. But now I just feel like I'm just like, well, what would she be doing right now? She'd be working two jobs. She'd be k- keeping busy. She'd be working out. She'd be like taking care of all these people. So I, I'm constantly comparing myself to her and what I think she would be doing.
1: I get that. I do. My mom was the exact same way. She was always doing a million things or had like a million hobbies. So I it, like, I think also, how do I say it? Like, Wanting, We've talked about it before, like wanting to live for them. Mm-hmm. So like trying to take on a million things like they used to do or be involved in all the little, just everything in your community. Yeah. It's, just, it's so, you know, it's exhausting and it's overwhelming and you're like, I want to do this for my mom. I want to do this for my mom. But you're you. <laughs> And it's so important to like discover who we are at this time. It's just hard to do it without her. Yeah. Cause I know for me, like there's days where I just want to call my mom and be like, what am I doing? What am I supposed to be doing? And honestly, I probably have my stuff together way more than my mother did at this age, yeah. <laughs> but you know, they do just have the like, perfect thing to say and they'd be so encouraging of like trying new things and just helping you find out who you are,
0: yeah. Even if that meant
1: like detaching from what you thought you were supposed to be, or taking from their inspiration or their life path, like thinking you want to go down the same path as them, like it just sucks that we can't call them and be like, "What do I do? Who am I supposed to be?
0: What is the In, meaning of life?" Exactly. <laughs> I know yeah. for for me too, um, I. I always start stuff and I never finish it. We're the same in that way. Oh, yeah. But for like a while, I was like, I want to do nails. I want to do this. So I bought all this nail stuff and I'm like, I do not want to do nails. I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, I'm <gasps> not patient your enough license? for this. Yeah, I still am enrolled in the class. <laughs> i just not. Yeah, it's horrible. But I just like, I know my mom would be like, just, like, get it together. Like, at least finish it. Or, like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. But, like, make a decision. Like, either yeah. be
1: all in or all out. And Did your mom follow through with everything she started?
0: Um, I feel like she did. Like, my mom was really into, like, walking mar- or, like, doing marathons and half marathons. So, whenever she would say, like, I'm going to do it, she would always do it. Even if she, like, didn't train for it or anything. <laughs> Or like, you know, she did two jobs and she was like, she never finished college because she got pregnant, but she was a paralegal assistant and she knew more legal stuff than like all her bosses. So she like, even though she didn't finish college, she like still took the time to learn everything and like be the best at it. And like, they would come to her for advice, which like, I also like hearing about like oh, my mom's so cool, like, her bosses (laughs) are asking her what they should do for legal stuff. So, like, I feel like she followed through with, like, most things, you know, like, things that mattered to her. And I feel like that was something she was good at, was deciding what mattered to her, like, coaching soccer, taking care of her kids, exercising, like, working two jobs. She was just a workaholic, so she found things that worked for her. And I feel like that's what I'm struggling is like, I like teaching, but do I want to do it forever? Probably not.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like being a teacher is such a huge part of a lot of people's identities. And rightfully so, I couldn't, that job is, you are shaping the tiny brains of our
0: future. (laughs) I know. And you should hear their comments. I don't know if that's a good idea for me to do. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard being, like, this age, early 20s, mid-20s. Oh, my God, I'm almost in my mid-20s.
0: I want to say it, but I'm not going to say it. You're so old. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're really not, though. Oh, no, it's just mid I still feel like I'm, like, 17 years old most days. So that's
0: just- Me, too. Like, I'm in middle school with my side bangs.
1: Right. are
0: are you technically a millennial?
1: What year were you born? Ninety Ninety
0: seven.
1: Ninety seven. I was born ninety six, yeah.
0: So you're you're a zillennial like I am. Yeah. Yeah. We're like the cool generation. Yeah.
1: We're we're the middle. We're not totally hated like millennials are by Gen Z,
0: but yeah. we're on the cusp.
1: <laughs> but I also didn't eat Tide Pods when <laughs> at any point in my life, so
0: I didn't eat them either.
1: Oh my God.
0: Not that dumb. I'm dumb, (laughs) but I'm not that dumb. Well, you
1: also know I've been on a social media hiatus. Yes. For a month now. Proud of you. Thank you. It has been a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. But a huge motivator for me to get off of social media was this whole identity thing. Like, I couldn't figure out. If I was, other than spending an absurd amount of time on mainly Instagram, I couldn't figure out if I liked things because I liked them or because they were popular. I couldn't figure out if I was sharing pieces of my life and like posting my kids or my marriage or my friendships, like any of those kinds of things because I wanted to or because I felt validation in who I was and now looking like reflecting over the last month, it was all validation. And yeah. That scares me so much. <laughs> the fact that like I'd post, I'd be vulnerable, which I think is a beautiful thing, but I'd be vulnerable expecting people to be like, Oh my gosh, you're so brave, blah, blah, blah. And that yeah. validated me as a person that just made me realize even more. So I cared too much what people thought. I put way too much of my like self-worth in other people's hands. And I didn't know, I do, I still don't know like who I am and who I want to be. And that's something that I really admired. In my mom, she did not give a flying fadoodle what other people <laughs> thought about her. She was so big and so bold in her personality that like she was going to do whatever she wanted to do. She had this way of, being so like authentically herself that everyone thought they were her best friend because she was actually yeah. just, just so vibrant and her energy was so pure. And I was like in this state of like, I don't like where I'm at. And I was able to link it back to social media. Cause I'm on a, now that I'm not on social media, I have a lot of free time. So I'm reading like five books <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's been good. I highly recommend everybody take a social media cleanse because even if you haven't lost your parents and you still have them to guide you and help you figure out who you are and support you through that process, you might realize that social media is not the best. I thought I wanted to like do social media full time, like be a social media person.
0: And then you learn how toxic it is and like the robots and stuff. Yeah,
1: it's so toxic. And it's scary seeing like all of these young girls get these like highlight reels about what they think their bodies should look like, or their hair should look like, or their relationships should look like. And when something doesn't go according to like that social media picture, it's like full on meltdown. You're like, who am I? What am I doing? I'm not, I'm not fitting into this mold. So who am I?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've been considering more like of getting rid of social media, not TikTok though. I love TikTok.
1: Oh, I will have TikTok forever. I don't make TikToks, but I'm on it.
0: (laughs) I love it. But, um, I've started working out a lot, um, just like for my own mental health and like, I'm not happy with my body, but I feel like a lot of that came from social media. Like you see all these skinny people and like, I picture my body looking like Kendall Jenner's. I will never ever in my life have Kendall Jenner's body. Yeah. But like, because social media is like, you know, like that body's so amazing. Like I just like feel like I need it, you know? And then I see like all these people working out and losing weight so fast or getting abs. And like, I'm thick with three C's. It's going to take me like more time, but like social media is like, no, you need to do this. And I keep like thinking in my head, like I'm taking progress pics and I'm like, I can't wait for everybody to see these and be like, wow, Lauren. But like, I don't want to be like that. Like I liked when I didn't really care about social media and I could send like a picture to my mom and she was like, oh my God, you look so cute. And Mm -hmm. she like was the only person I'd want to hear from. Mm -hmm. And like everybody else like didn't matter. But I feel like another Reason why I like social media so much is because people validate me like in a way that I won't get because of her, or like I like posting about her sometimes because I like when people feel sorry for me sometimes. Like when I'm throwing myself a pity party, like yeah, can everybody I like throw that. me one?
1: Yeah, like let's all do this together.
0: Like, yeah,
1: everyone feel bad for me. Every- yeah, you know, I I completely get that, and what you said about. Like posting things or doing things on social media that you used to like send to your mom, but sending or posting—you know what I'm saying? What you just, yeah. Literally, what you just said is so true. Because I used to send my mom like every, literally everything. But she was the one; she helped me feel so validated and so like empowered and so strong. And then, like right after she died, I definitely went looking for that, like in men mainly yeah. and then my relationship with Aaron's repaired and he, obviously he makes me feel wonderful all the time well not all the time sometimes he's real a <laughs> he's a man <laughs> <laughs> but it it does feel good and like having other people validate your identity even though you know, you're sitting over here like is this really who I am though yeah and, like, taking pictures just because you're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to post it on social media. It's like, what? Because I used to do that, too. And now, I like, I went through a period of, like, okay, don't need to delete my social media. I'll just make it, like, casual. Again, if I take a picture yeah. that I like, I'll just post it. And I started doing that. And then I was like, this is stupid. I'm just going to put it all together. <laughs> and it's just like, more stressful.
0: <laughs> yeah, because then, like. You're like I want it to look a certain way, and I want my Instagram to look like this and be aesthetically pleasing. That that's never been me. I just like to post pictures, and I like I like when people give me compliments. I'm like, <laughs> thanks for complimenting me when I was feeling down. <laughs> my mom loved that too. She loved. Oh my god, she
1: loved attention. So like me too. I get that from her a hundred percent. But if she heard this conversation right now, and if she was like, Lex, you're posting pictures for an aesthetic. What are you doing that's so dumb? She's like,
0: stop that. And then post her, like, little, um, where she's looking up at the camera with her hand on her hip and (laughs) her
1: smile. Oh, yeah. All of her photos were like that. Yeah. So I can picture it so clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was one of the
0: people. She'd be like, snap, filter, post. I could never. (laughs) Me either. Like, why does it even give you an option to take a photo right away? (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, I think,
1: I don't know. It sucks trying to figure out a life path now without her here. And I felt like when she was here, I had a little bit more direction. I was more confident in the decisions that I was making more confident that like, yes, this is the job that I want. This is the career path that I want. I used to want to be a news anchor. What? Wow. Who? And then like literally in college, i started taking my journalism classes. My mom was always like, this is amazing. You're going to do great. I love them. I'd probably be good at it if I was to pursue it. But once she died, I feel like my self-confidence plummeted too. Like, I don't know the correlation, maybe, because she's not here to be my hype woman. Yeah. But just, like, my confidence in my making my own decisions and choosing, like, paths that I wanted to go down and careers. Like, I just question it all now. Am I doing the right thing? My mom would tell me if I was. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but it's like, we want to hear her say like, you are doing the right thing or I believe in you. Like yeah. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. But like, she's not, I think I definitely think my confidence went down too. Well, for a little bit, it was up really high because I was like finding really easy men. So like uh, it was really high, but then like eventually it went down. Like when that like wore off, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: coping with it through men, But I think it's just because, like, they're so genuine, our moms. And, like, your friends, they give you compliments. But, like, you're like, you're my friend. You have to say those things to me. But it's (laughs) like your mom, she'll tell you the truth. And she's just, like, so (laughs) genuine with her word.
1: Oh, yeah. My mom was good at telling me the truth. If I was wearing something that was not cute, she'd be like, you look ugly. Take that off <laughs> well, in the most, in the, in the sweetest mom way. But she was not afraid to just be super truthful and super honest with me. And having that in your life really does, it helps you shape who you are. It, I don't know. There's just something about a mother's love and yeah, yeah.
0: I um, Yeah, for
1: my daughters.
0: I'm sure you do that. I feel like you do. Like Penelope and Rory, they're so happy. Like I'm yeah. always like, Alexis is such a great mom. Like all the time, oh, you're, thank like you. I told you, you're just great at everything. I feel like you're so perfect. Oh, I. God. I'm, I'm and I'm not I just am saying not. that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say this is.
1: I have not stuck with anything as much as I have stuck with this podcast. Like this is month
0: three. Never yeah. have done anything for this long. <laughs> Me either. I haven't even been like in a relationship this long. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, my mom, this is really random, but you said the clothes thing. Her style was horrible <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Me and my sisters would style her. But she loved to do this thing where I had a phase where I bought like every pair of Converse, like every color. So she would take two different colors and wear them together. Oh, no. <laughs> but she wore them with so much confidence. Like, everybody would be like, what are you doing? She's like, this is my look. Like, this looks so good. So I feel like that's sort like, my confidence to be myself. Like, my, like, quirky personality definitely comes from her. And I think that's why, like, she was... Like gave so much confidence to me because I could see her being her quirky self and it like radiated. How did they get there? That's what I
1: want to know. And I think that's one thing that like, I, I wish I asked my mom more questions just about how she became who she was. Like I have stories from when she was younger and I've heard stories from other people, but like my mom was such a confident woman I, I'm like a fraction. I have like a fraction of her confidence. It's growing, but like I wish I I knew how that happened. Does that just happen naturally? I honestly <laughs> don't know. Like- I feel like from what you're saying about your mom, I would never go out in two different shoes. I care too much about what yeah. other people think. Like how do they just not care? I know. My mom like, would like shake her butt on the dance floor if no one was on the dance floor. Like. She
0: did not care. Uh-uh. Where? Not me. No. Yeah. I have to be like seven drinks in to even step on the dance floor. Right. <laughs> I, I wish we still had that. I feel like as a young woman,
1: like in our 20s, having that helps so much to help to like define who we are as people. Because it's just like this giant void Now I'm like, where do I go? What am I supposed to be doing? Am I supposed to try out a million things until I find something that sticks? Or am I just supposed to know? Yeah, I'm just supposed to know. I'm
0: behind. Yeah, I'm (laughs) like, I don't know
1: anything.
0: (laughs) But in a dream or something, let me know, please. Right? Send me a sign.
1: Some kind of sign. like Literally a a sticky note that says, you're supposed to be doing this. (laughs) And, and I'll probably slap get my like a a it or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love TikTok. I love the the mom
1: trauma ones.
0: Just... Oh, yeah.
1: I was on, I don't, whatever, anything goes here, but like dead mom jokes TikTok. I've been on that before. And it's yeah. so dark, but so comforting at the same time. Yeah. I'm like, this is. This is my community. These are people who are coping in their own messed up way, just like me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I made a dead mom joke today with my roommate, and she—oh my like,
1: gosh, pity you did?
0: Yeah, hey, that is that is
1: a monumental event. Is it your first one?
0: I know. I <laughs> I feel like in my head, I make some really bad ones. Like someone was like giving me advice, and I was thinking like. If I wanted advice from my mom, I'd go dig up her grave. But I did not say, it out loud. "Oh my god!" I know. Oh man, it's, it's I, they're bad. One.
1: It's so true though. I'll do, I'll do the same thing. I'll be like, "This is not coming out of my mouth," but like yeah. everybody knows, I'm thinking it probably. But I'm
0: not gonna say it. And now I just said it for all of our listeners. <laughs> That is
1: hilarious, but so dark at the same time. Oh, my God. Trauma. Yeah, I feel like trauma is going to be a trend for our identity moving form. But isn't it for everyone? Ours is just a little bit different.
0: That's true. Ours just has a little more. Possess a little more sprinkle, a little spice, it's yeah. A little spicy, <laughs> she's spicy.
1: Oh my gosh! I don't know what else to say about my identity. It's a process, yeah. I bet I, if I was to be able to talk to my mom again, she'd be like, I don't know what I don't know who I am, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm just doing what feels right.
0: Yeah, and then we'll be like, wait, no, don't tell me that. Like, let's go back to when I didn't know, and I just assumed that you knew. Yeah,
1: because now I'm just even more overwhelmed. Thinking yeah. they were
0: just going with it? What? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should retouch this topic in a year and, like, see where we are. That's a good and if idea. anything has changed.
1: See if you're still a teacher.
0: Probably not. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I love my kids. Oh, my God. My, one of my kids told me, he's like, Miss Johnson, I'm going to give you all my money. I was like, oh, that's great. And then he made the hand movement, like he's going to make it rain on me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so inappropriate. Oh, my gosh. And then he was like, tomorrow when we don't have school, I'm going to get pregnant. (laughs) I was like, well. um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That's a little concerning. It was a boy? Yes. Oh. A five-year-old boy talking. And I'm like, what are they letting you watch on YouTube? Because
1: I, could, You probably have the best stories. We should just do a, a whole episode on teacher stories.
0: Yeah, I got them for <laughs> days. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I hope this episode was a little bit more fun and lighthearted. It was fun to just banter. It was. And I think the conclusion of our identity crisis is that we don't know who we are. Seemed like Agreed. our moms did. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a year we will have a little bit more understanding. <laughs>
0: Fingers crossed.
1: I know that would be fun to do a, where, like, where are they
0: now? Yeah. I wonder where we'll be. Hopefully we'll still doing this, we will be doing this podcast. We'll be doing this
1: podcast it will become our full-time jobs we will be building communities Mm -hmm. and we will know who we are
0: well maybe maybe just a little bit closer at least yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh man okay
1: well thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode we hope you enjoyed it um be a little bit more lighthearted, like this, moving forward, talking about more casual topics. Hopefully, it's lifts your spirits like it does ours. It's a little bit easier to record. Yes, on a weekly basis, when we're not talking about all the sad stuff every <laughs> week, <laughs> even though it is therapeutic, it's a nice break in the in the um, what's it called the schedule. I should say, yeah. <laughs> um well thank you again for listening be sure to follow us on instagram at without her podcast um i still don't understand facebook and i don't have it on my phone anymore so honestly i have not been trying as much so instagram is where we're gonna be for the next little while because facebook beyond my understanding right now (laughs) i'll figure it out one day it, it I just there's just too many. What's the difference between a group and a page and a private page and a private I just too many things. Yeah.
0: But so no for me dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um also if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a review and give us hopefully five stars if you're enjoying this. Um share it with your friends or anyone who you think would benefit. From listening as well. So thank you again, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.